0: I want to talk to you about 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and verses 12 through 15. Let me read them for you. Now, if any man build upon this foundation gold, silver, and precious stones, a wood, hay, and stubble, every man's work should be made manifest, for the day shall declare it, for it should be revealed by fire. The fire shall try every man's work of what sort. That word sort means the quality of it. If any man's work abide, which he had built thereupon, he shall receive a reward. If any man's work is burned, you know, be burned, he shall suffer loss, for he himself shall be saved, yet so as by fire. Now, what I want to talk to you about for a few minutes is the judgment seat of Christ. This is about born-again believers. I'm not talking unsaved people. If you don't know Christ, your Savior, this does not involve you. But for folks that actually trusted the Lord Jesus as their personal Savior, and they love him and serve him, and you know they've repented of their sins and been saved, I'm talking to you. The Bible's talking to you. I receive phone calls on a fairly regular basis and talk to people on a fairly regular basis that uh, mention to me that they have uh, been out into sin and backslidden Christians and that they have gotten right with God. They repented of their sin. Godly sorrow worketh repentance to salvation, that not to be repented of. And so they repented. It was wrong. And they admitted it to God. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. They were forgiven. The blood of Christ, God's son, cleanses us from all sin. Okay, it's done. And they want to kind of try to, they want to tell me that basically everything they did then is washed white as if it never happened. And what they're talking about is they're mixing up two things, the the position we have in Christ versus our practical application in life, the living out of the Christian life, the walking in the spirit versus walking in the flesh. They're confused about that. Many are immature. Some have been taught wrong. Uh, They've been taught by this grace awakening that wants to overemphasize. I call it the horrid perversion of grace. Uh, shall we sin that grace may abound god forbid how shall we that are dead sin live any longer therein the Bible's clear about that sin is wrong in every fashion every mode and every every way jesus told two people that he the the woman caught in adultery go and sin no more uh the other man they he healed he said uh Go and sin no more lest a worse thing come upon you. So, I mean, come on. Jesus did not go light on sin. It was sin that nailed him to the cross, put him through Golgotha. So he didn't go light on it. It cost God everything. It cost the Father his Son, it cost the Lord Jesus the suffering of the cross. So Don't you even begin to go there. Oh, yeah, well, sin's forgiven. It's over. I'm good. The problem with that is, Someday you're going to stand before the Lord Jesus Christ, and I'm going to stand before the Lord Jesus Christ, and everything we ever did in our body, whether it be good or bad, after salvation, we're not talking about our sins, that's under the blood. Uh, All your works, your time, is going to be piled up in a pile before the righteous and just uh, eyes of God Almighty, and he's going to judge which part of that is eternal and has eternal reward, and which part of that was temporal and has temporal loss, which is It'll go away to nothing. So in this case, it's it's an illustration of two piles. One gold, silver, precious stones, one wood, hay, stubble. The fire of God's on it. The only thing that lasts is gold, silver, and precious stones. That's your life lived for God. Your life lived in the Holy Spirit. And so the time, I'm going to try to word it this way. What we have in this life is an exchange. Every day we live, we exchange Either the temporal for the eternal or we strengthen the eternal for the temporal. There's an exchange going on. We walk in the spirit or we walk in the flesh. If we're living for God, walking in the spirit, everything we do has an eternal reward to it. Jesus said we lay our treasures up in heaven where there's no thieves or no moth to corrupt them. Nobody's going to steal them out. Nobody's going to take them away. They're forever. But the things you do here on earth are going to be gone, burn up. So the person that backslides for two or three weeks gets right with God, comes back and says, Preacher, I'm right with God. I'm, I'm renewed, whole as before. Woo! I appreciate his feeling in his in his his fellowship with God has been restored. He's been reconciled in his daily walk with God again. His eternal reconciliation was never up for grabs. That is sealed under the day of redemption, according to the book of Ephesians. But his daily walk is up for grabs. My daily walk is always up for grabs. I'm going to live in the flesh. i going to live in the spirit. going to live in the flesh. i going to live in the spirit. If I walk in the flesh, I can't please God. If I walk in the spirit, I please God. So if I walk in the flesh, I'm separated from God, as it were, in fellowship. If I walk in the spirit, I'm in fellowship with God, walking one with him. But in the end of this whole thing, the time you walked with God, the time you did that which is eternal is going to be piled up. So, Sin has more uh, punishment than just the fact. It's not about for a Christian now. He's born-again believer. It has more punishment than we realize. Because when we go, this, this individual went out and backstay for two or three weeks. Uh, he can never recall those two, three weeks back, or she can never recall those two, three weeks back. Those are two or three weeks of time that, that she exchanged eternal things for temporal things, or he exchanged eternal things for temporal things not be called back you say it's oh, okay preacher I'm just glad to be in heaven you're lying to yourself you're deceiving yourself because we're standing there with with a host of heaven looking on and all your works are put up in a pile and the eternal things are the real things now they're the things you can touch smell see The all your senses are enjoying and your life's work is put up that in that pile there and you realize that you have gone out and messed around and flaunted and took carelessly and casually the things of God, and you didn't get down and get serious for serving God. You were sucking your thumb in a corner because somebody talked to you bad or somebody insulted you. For whatever 100 reasons there may be, excuses there may be, and not doing the will of God or serving God, you've lost. It's not coming back. The fire of God goes out there, and you got just a little itty-bitty pile of gold, silver and precious stones. or maybe like some of those people in the passage, all of your works are being burned up on this life. all of your time been wasted and all you got is you're saved, but as by fire. your soul is going to spend eternity with Christ in a in a way though that was was so much less than what he wanted for you. God wants to knock our socks off. God wants to bless us with eternal blessings, pour on blessings. He said, you live for me, do what I want. I'll open heaven up, you won't be able to contain it. He says, I go to prepare you that are troubled. I go to prepare a place for you. If it weren't so, I would have told you. Look, he's going to prepare a mansion, but he can only do that within the parameters of when you walk in the Spirit. Dear Christian, do not be fooled by the devil or your flesh or the world somehow or another living in sin has no loss or real punishment as a born-again Christian. Oh, we have massive punishment with the loss of the eternal reward that God wants us to have. Dear one, dear one, do not fool yourself. Do not go back. Listen, this is why the Bible says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The fear of the Lord, men avoid sin, men avoid this kind of stuff because we understand what he says is true and that you're going to be glad you live for Jesus and you're going to be glad you didn't backslide and you're going to be glad you didn't spend a three-day drunk or go out and have immorality and do everything to the pleasure of the world's offer. You're going to be so glad not long from now when you stand at the judgment seat of Christ that you did God's will. Would you consider this? Look at the passage again. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 12 through 15. Look at it. This life is an exchange of time. For God, yes, eternal, yes, you have the ability to live for him and be rewarded. Or you sin, take the pleasures of this life, go do it, come back, ask Jesus to forgive you, he will, but you'll not have that time restored and you'll not be able to call those things back And that you will suffer great loss for. This is Bill Lytell, wisdom for your walk. God bless.